into the dream team fantasy podcast uh we have the first time this this uh pairing has ever been on the podcast uh we're we're making history already today we have the current champ which will be the former champ here in a little bit but we have jose joining us today finally off of off of three margaritas for a a day (laughs) When I beat Derek, he's losing that belt this year. But I'm gonna tell you guys when you lose again. I might, I might put my head on. It's probably gonna be within one of these three people. And then we have Joshua Chowder. Don't jinx us like that. Why would you do that? It's not a jinx. Now Chris is gonna win. No, that Dean. Would, that would, no, and then, of course, I'm your host, Derek Escabel. Oh. Yeah. Drugs? This is not drugs. What did you say at the start? Drugs? Dude, put that acid down. Stop doing acid. Makes me podcast better. <laughs> but anyways, welcome in. Uh, we are recording on a Thursday because I was on vacation, uh, so this is my fault that this episode's getting out late. Hugo is in Alaska. Helping kids. No, he's, taking, he's taking pictures of polar bears' balls, uh, something, something balls? like that. I don't know, because I didn't want to say the D word, so uh, <laughs> trying to keep this appropriate. But anyways, oh, we are here, and you know. We some people are regretting draft picks already since we <laughs> drafted so early. Yep. So let's just get right into the news. My boy, Travis Etienne, e- done Etienne. for the season. The Clemsonville Jaguars with the Liz Frank foot injury, gonna have surgery, season-ending surgery. Have you looked up the injury, like what it is? No. It's so stupid. It's a season-ending. All it is is a bone in the middle of your foot. Kind of hard to run without your foot. Yeah. Well, no, but it's like, it's just ridiculous that it would, like, take people out. Well, it does. It does. I mean, you look at any injury, it's like, oh, it's just one ligament, and it's gone. And so, yeah, he's done. It is. I mean. Your running back depth is done. Um, So. Yeah. (laughs) It hurts. Yeah, don't draft early if you can help it and if you do you cross your fingers you're not the guy that gets hurt yeah there's a lot of injuries going on right now uh, a lot of covid going on ryan Tannehill, covid protocol Tannehill, today. half of the there's a few tennessee players put on it too yeah a lot today uh Vrabel. Was, oh yeah they got a little outbreak going there was some from the cowboys and ocd was put on this Son of a bitch. covid Oh, really? Yeah. Got to protect the McNuggets. I know. Um, Trying to think what other injuries happened. Adam Troutman had to get carted off, but I don't think his was that serious. 
I accidentally hit that button. <laughs> Didn't mean to Are do you that. celebrating his injury right <laughs> now? Did not wow. celebrate the injury. Wow, terrible. Uh, <laughs> terrible. AJ Brown is still really not practice a whole lot. So we'll see on that one. Same Keep with you up uh, to date. Swift. Swift hasn't practiced in a long time. No, he got on the field. Oh, did he? He got a heavy workload. I think it was like the end of last week. I don't know. But the coach still, is they still, still sitting here was, going, he's he, not even he, close to game shape. Says he practiced on Monday. Yeah, so he but got... But he's still like limited. They said he might he might miss week one, so we'll have to also monitor that. They came out today and said no offense, likely he's going to miss week one. So... There's just a lot of injuries going on right now. A lot of things to monitor. It's football, baby. Yeah. Uh, I know. I think Hugo took Fant in our league. I don't know if he has a second tight end, so he might have to hit the waiver wires. Ouch. Oh, uh, yes. He's not a guy that you want to drop either. Well, I guess we have the IR slot, but. Yeah, so. It's 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 hard to say. Um, i trying to think if there's any other news. Uh, Jamar Chase caught a 50-yard touchdown today, so his drops... They were fixed? I don't know. They're, they're fixed, fixed forever now? Dude, that just scares me now, just thinking about I it. I mean, he's hasn't played a real football game in a year and a half. They said, yeah, you got to give him some, a little bit of relaxation. It, it brings some worry, though. Still makes sure. me think T's the value pick. For his rookie season. There. Yeah, yeah so I, I don't know. I think Jamar will probably turn it on more towards the second half of the season. It didn't take adjusting, but it's he's getting drafted like fifth, sixth round. So, so if you, if you're still doing your drafts, which we we have a couple yep. still left, um, you know, just think if you really want him versus some of the other receivers that may be in that range. Uh, at this point, I think I would take like a Claypool over Jamar Chase. I think they're going around the same range. So, Claypool, that's tough for me. I mean, Claypool went down with and an injury. And then Judy's too, going but... right there too. Sutton, there's a lot of receivers. Right mm-hmm. there. There's a lot. Um, Jerry or not Jerry? Speaking of Jerry Judy, uh, Teddy Bridgewater is the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Ooh. How do you feel about that as a fan? As a fan, I thought I I I want I preferred Locke. I just think there's more upside with Locke. Yeah. All right. Teddy is just the safer. It's he's, he's it's fan, it's it's Vic trying to save his job. That's exactly what it is. Um, he just wants to try and win with defense and running. We'll see how that goes, though. I don't know. I like Teddy, but I I just I thought Locke has looked good in preseason games. I mean, he had a bad O line for the second one, but well, outside his coupled fumble snaps that he had, he did nothing to lose it. So it kind of baffled me. That they went that way. Yeah, I didn't expect it, but Teddy's going to be that. Uh, I think that is good for Judy because everything I've heard from camp is that that's been his go-to guy. So I think Jerry Judy's going to Get ready for look 15 really good. touchdowns and 15 interceptions. It might be that, but... I don't think he'll... I think they'll switch to lock before it gets like that. I don't know. I just... Definitely. Last, you know, last year was Teddy's best year in his career, and that's what he did: fifteen touchdowns, oh, eleven interceptions. Yeah, I mean, it's can he do that? What he did those like four or five games when he was with New Orleans, because that was a good yeah. stretch for him. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of. I look at everything else around him too. Last year, he he had to do a lot. He had no Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. 
a brand new head coach to the NFL. I'm not saying that it's going to fix overnight, but got to give him some kind of leeway for that. Um, he came out last year and said that Carolina never practiced red zone. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's where, how, like, I think that's where almost tons of his picks came from yeah. was red zone. Well, I mean, then again, if you have McCaffrey, what is there to practice? You're going to throw it to him. Yeah. But or even, let him run it. Even then, McCaffrey was out other than, yeah. like, four games last year. So, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, they haven't named a starter in New Orleans, but Jameis looked damn good in their preseason game. It's got to be Jameis. Yeah. I, I would think so, but you never know. Uh, they might, <laughs> with no receivers, be like, hey, let's go with the running quarterback instead. I think you could add more depth to your game if you keep Jameis there and you toss Taysom in as what he's been just doing. a wild card. Yeah. I think that's probably where they're going to go because Jameis has looked really good. They said he's been minimizing mistakes and everything too. So Cam out with the COVID. And, yeah, they said that the team was kind of mad at him for that. And then one beat reporter says he, he believes that they're going to start Mac Jones. That's what I was thinking. One. Oh, my God. And Mac if Jones they do, he's looked, looked really good. So, I mean, he destroyed the Eagles, so. Yeah. yeah. That defense is not very good. <laughs> no. Well, and it was all yeah. second and third stringers. Yeah, like, so... you got to put place a certain thing on it. But, I mean, when you look good like that, there's something said to be it. Yeah, Jalen Hurts missed that preseason game with an illness, not COVID-related. He's back at practice, though. Yeah. Mark Andrews went down with cramps, had to be hospitalized, but he's good now. What? Uh, yeah. When did that happen? It was one of their practices. He like went to the sideline, and then they called for the ambulance, and they took Damn. him off to give him an IV and everything. So. Damn. Quentin Nelson and Wentz are back at practice. Quentin Nelson's now on the COVID protocol, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Wentz is back. It's looking like Wentz will probably start Week One. Good news for uh, James Taylor or Jonathan Taylor. I was like James Taylor. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor owners. Yeah. Um. So there's just, gosh, there's so much going on this off season. I feel like I don't know if there's been more injuries than I've ever realized, or if it was just like no preseason last year, so we didn't get that. Yeah. Well, they all get put on the. Que- it's hard to de- differentiate injuries and COVID anymore. It's like, what players out for COVID now? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But. It'll be fun. It's going to be fun. No mention of uh, AJ McCarron being put on IR? No. <laughs> Didn't they pick up Josh Rosen because they of that? They did, yes. Oh, man. Josh Rosen's Rosen on lives. his fifth team no, in four years. The Rosen one. I have never been so wrong about any player like him. I just looked at him. I'm like, he's going to be good. Yeah, I definitely liked him in the draft process more than Josh Allen. Did he get what? a t- did he get a chance? Did he get a real chance on any team he's gone to? He got a few games in Arizona. But they were instantly moving on from him. And that was about it. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, his career is probably... It's backup career now. Yeah. It's how long can I survive in the NFL as a backup? Unless there's an injury and he looks good and filling in. Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen likely done as a starter. Before he even played the game. The other four court, three out of the five quarterbacks are looking good. Sam Darnold still. Yeah. Probably, Question mark. Pro- probably not that great. 
Yeah, I mean, Josh Rosen, not that he hasn't gotten a chance, it's just that he's been terrible. Yeah. Nathan he wasn't Peterman. that great. Oh, don't bring up Nathan Peterman. I mean, might as well. He's I, probably done better than Josh yeah. Rosen. Probably I saw has more NFL snaps. I, well, NFL snaps, yeah. But I saw a stat, and it was like if he came in and spiked like the next 50, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, 50 throws, then he would have a better pass rating than he does now. Oh, <laughs> that was a great stretch when you could just stream, stream whoever's defense, defense was yes. against Nathan Peterman. That oh. won me a couple weeks, a couple years ago. So, shout out to Nathan Peterman for sucking so bad. <laughs> but anyways, we're gonna get into it, and we're gonna look at some value picks in your upcoming drafts who you could get, and you know, prize start even getting late rounds. Um. I don't know who wants to kick us off, but I kind of mentioned it in our intro a little bit about value pick T Higgins of where he's going of all three wide receivers. They're all three going within a one round of each other. I think Tyler Boyd is like a couple rounds later. Maybe, but but I mean chasing. Out of those two, I think T's the better one, but if you really want to look at for full full value, it's probably Boyd. You just go with the whoever's left over, pretty much, like in later rounds. I don't know. Kind it, of, I think for me, it's T Higgins or nobody at this point. I agree. I'm on the T Higgins train. I was I on the Jamar Boyd. Chase like earlier in the season, but with the struggles and everything with Burrow, I don't know. I don't know if I can start him right or be comfortable drafting him in that fifth, sixth round. So Jamar. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, it's kind of funny. Like, Dynasty Leagues, it's different. He goes early because he's a rookie, everything like that. In these redrafts that I've done last couple, he's lasted a lot longer than expected. And I think it's the people don't believe in rookies in redraft leagues. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Unless you're Juan. Unless you're Juan. <laughs> or me this year. I don't know what the hell happened. How many rookies you got? I got Najee, Pitts, Devontae Smith, Trey Sermon. Not bad rookies to have, though. Yeah, I tried. I, th- I felt like I got good value where Juan was kind of reaching on some of his rookies. Yeah. Um, so. Was he the one who picked Javante? Yeah, Javante round four. Yeah. Uh, That's a little high. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Didn't uh, I think Melvin went before him? Didn't he? Didn't uh, Richard take Melvin? I don't. It was close, but I don't remember. It's covered by boxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my value pick is going to be a running back, and that's going to be Gus Edwards. Uh, I feel like he's getting drafted really late, and I feel like it's going to be a pretty close to even split between him and J.K. Dobbins. I think J.K. will get more of the you know goal line work and st- stuff like that, but I think Gus Edwards is going to be really valuable for where he's being drafted. He's going double-digit rounds, so I would take him over a lot of the other guys that are going around that. That's funny. I think Gus is the one who's going to get more goal line work. You think? I think. Why is that? I don't know. Who's the starter, J.K.? J.K.'s the starter. So every starting running back gets ran into the ground while you drove drove down the field. 
Not if, and then not if they're doing a 50-50 split or close not Yeah, but most of the time when they do 50-50 split, they're not going to rotate every other player or something like they're going to stay in for a while. Yeah, I mean JK is 5'10", 212. See, I think Isn't Gus a big guy? Oh, he's a, he's a pretty big dude and he's been super oh, yeah. efficient in his career. I didn't realize he was 238 pounds. Yeah, he's a big guy, Gus yeah. Bus. He's he's lean but tall yeah. and, and weighs a good amount. Six one, yeah. He's he's a taller running back. So and he's averaged over five yards a carry in his career, every year. Yeah, this, this would be his fourth year. Gus Edwards is extreme value. That's it is good value. I so, like that. Why do you think I drafted him? Late? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was kind of upset that you were the one that got him, but I feel like you kind of drafted just I'm to spite Derek, back, just to spite Derek. Yeah, that's why. No, that was a uh, Lamb and Swift, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun to watch. I knew they were gonna make it back. So I was like, ah, I'll just it's like not much difference between all these spots. Who knows who's gonna finish where? So you might as well take the players you like, right? <laughs> the players you, you like, like or, or were you saying that like were you pointing straight at me and saying that you like? Because like I've come around. I'm offended. <laughs> I mean, Hard Knocks is making everybody like C.D. Lamb at this point, so, um, but. It's making me like Zeke more. I think Zeke is going to go back to Zeke of a couple years ago, so. He's looking smaller. I mean, got Tony right there, right behind him. They said he's going to, Tony Pollard will probably get more work, but I still think Zeke will be. Or what's that do with the goggles, the little short dude? The goggles, the running back? Yeah, the one and one. I don't remember. One one contact in, one contact out. <laughs> I don't remember the name at the moment, but uh, Quantrez Hardy or something like that. Oh. I, don't I don't know. Who's your who's your value? You know what? You might recognize this this guy's name. Uh Corey Davis. Oh, Did yeah. you see him in preseason with the Jets so far with Zach Wilson? Yeah. We were talking about it a little bit before you got here that that was the main guy that Zach Wilson's been targeting. Right. Um, yeah. It's looking good. He, It's definitely looking good, for especially for a team that is going to be throwing a lot because they'll probably be down in a lot of games. So. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, definitely like seeing all the targets that Corey has been getting especially. And where's he going? Like double digit rounds. Usually yeah. around there. I think I got him around ten or eleven. I think it was like eleven or twelve. So, yeah. That could be your fourth receiver. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of matchups, you might be able to put him in as a flex and be happy with it. So yeah, yeah it's just I think it, definitely good value there. Um, I've never really been a Corey Davis guy. Um, I think I've talked a lot of crap about him on this podcast. He was drafted kind of high. All but right. I'm coming around with him on the Jets. <laughs> so you can't, uh, yeah. you can't excuse that arm talent that Zach Wilson has. He does have arm talent. And that team sucks. So, yeah, they're going to be throwing a lot. And I think, you know, it's going to be between him and Chris Herndon for the targets. But Chris Herndon sucks, so it's not going to be Chris Herndon. It's uh, going to be Elijah, isn't it? Yeah, it might be Elijah, but I think Davis will be more of the target, more of the target share than Elijah, at least for this year. It's just the veteran to be too. Mm-hmm. All right. Who else you got? Chowder? It's kind of just like a whole group of people. It's, I, I don't know. I don't know how you, how do you, how you do this, but like, I think it's the quarterbacks that fall in that 10th round. It's the Tannehill, 
the borough. Stafford. Stafford's there. Um, I said ask for one value pick and you decided to name like five. Well, because you know how many times I've talked about Tannehill? Yeah. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, I mean, even Jalen Hurts is right in there. Like, you've literally got this group of quarterbacks that falls down super late. And it's just, it's it's amazing. I, it baffles me every time. But I would say those, like, that whole group of quarterbacks that <coughs> falls. Can you shut up? Just wow. <laughs> that was rude. Uh, but anyways. I mean, you could... I yeah. know you wanted value player value. It's a value pick, though. Those are some good quarterbacks so to get that are pick one of those. Tannehill is my man. Everybody knows that at this point. You didn't take him though. I know I didn't because yeah. I picked Murray. I couldn't. I think unless it's a really good value pick of a quarterback in the sixth round, those are the guys that I'm mainly looking for. Yeah. Is those later round guys, especially in your home leagues where people will probably jump on quarterbacks a lot earlier than expected. Hey, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. You know, or if someone jumps on a Big Ben. <laughs> someone jumps on Big Ben. Did you not see that? Do you not remember when Big Ben went in our in our draft? I don't remember. It was he like went... seventh or eighth round. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. He's going undrafted. In I know. He's exactly. not been drafted in any league I'm in. So yeah, that that's crazy. So just take one of those value guys, not the sexy picks, but... I thought you were going to say Marquez Callaway. Oh, man. All-star Callaway. Did you see him He's, this weekend? I mean, That's I got weekend. him in the as a ride-in for... Yeah, two, in t- like the, two touchdowns. He's yeah. the number one guy right now they're talking just because injuries and... The next Victor Cruz. I think he's the number one guy because he's the only receiver left, right? Well, yeah, he's the only one healthy. <laughs> That's exactly why he's the number one guy. But he's, you know, when you get the chance, you got to get it. And they're out there putting Latavius Murray <laughs> as the as a as your Y wide receiver. Exactly. But um, trying to think who else I want to talk about next as far as, as value. A value. I think I'll go with um, because the other two receivers out of the trio are going so early. I'm talking about Antonio Brown. He's usually going ninth or tenth round, but you know when he came into the lineup, he was getting a lot of targets from Tom Brady, and he costs you a lot less than Evans and Godwin will. So uh, I think he, out of the three of them, that's who I would prefer out of all the Tampa Bay receivers, just because it's, it's such a late pick. There's the value, but do you feel confident in a flex to start him week in and week out? Uh, depending on the matchup, yeah. But at round nine, he's going to be my receiver four or five at that point. So, yeah. uh, I mean, and I don't know if you guys saw the picture, but he throws a mean left, left, left punch because he connected with that DB's face. I didn't see that. I I wanted to. Yeah. Just... You know what was the dumbest thing? Sorry, I changed subject. About the whole thing about that was Bruce Arians afterwards talking to the media. Got asked straight up about the fight, and he was like, "Oh, what? You mean he was swatting at flies?" Yeah, like just straight up downplaying it, like he just didn't punch the other guy. Like, it's okay to punch someone every once. Apparently so. I mean, you from for somebody who has an habitual offense of doing it and getting sued, he has anger problems. 
Allegedly. Allegedly? What do you mean? He's throwing furniture off of patios down on innocent bystanders. Jesus. Okay. He needs to get into celebrity boxing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan got into a fist fight, and they they epic. didn't get, they didn't get a Hold on. suspension. Sorry, you you brought up fighting celebrity. Did you guys see Pac-Man Jones is fighting some? Is boxing somebody? Oh god! Oh really? Uh, he can box. Did you see him sleep? The Pac-Man, security who's at the he boxing? <laughs> he did sleep. He's boxing like. Boom. Oh. Also, if you're going to preseason games, it's preseason. Stop fighting. I'm sick of seeing all these videos <laughs> oh from the God, stands. Dude. Like All these unathletic people it's just not, like, shoving it's each other It's not that serious, guys. Like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Um, oh. But back to Antonio Brown. In Look. the games that he played, he had five targets, eight targets, 13, three, but then five, seven, six, and ended with 15 targets. So, uh, yeah, where he's going, I, I think I would rather I would have him as the Tampa Bay guy, guy to to own. It's just tough. It's going to be tough to play all those guys anyways. Like, Godwin and Evans both are going to be. But where you're drafting Godwin and Evans, you're going to feel pressured to put them in your yeah. lineup every single week. You're going to, yeah, exactly. I would agree with that. So. All right. Final value pick for you, Jose. kind of want to say uh, probably Trey Sermon or any San Francisco running back. I mean, of Mostert or Sermon. Because they are going pretty late. Think around like James Conner. Yeah, they're like Gordon nine, behind Gordon behind Javante. Ninth, tenth round is I don't know. I Mostert's going a little, a little earlier. earlier. Like seventh or eighth. Mostert's going a little earlier than Sermon. I think it's seventh for Mostert, eighth for Sermon, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I believe they led the NFC in rushing last year, and I mean that's what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you get one of those guys going, both guys, I, I honestly, like, they've had success with multiple running backs in the past. So it'll be interesting to see both of the guys have had injury history. So yeah. if one of them goes down for a week or two, then the other one gains a crazy amount of uh-huh. And they're, they're a team that goes with the hot hand no matter what. If you're running the ball good, you're going to play. Yeah, so I think that's a... It's pretty good, good choice there. I've been more leaning towards the sermon over Mostert, but I definitely see like Mostert's a home run hitter. All it takes is like, honestly, like five or five to seven carries, and he could just break a long one. And although he's already missing practice, like yeah. back pain or something like that, not good signs, you know. Yeah, it's never good signs. I mean, San Francisco. I don't know what's going on with them. They're like the most hurt team. In the league. They're up there with the Eagles. (laughs) Before we get into the next segment, uh, Jose, you weren't here for our my guys. Is there any my guys you want to throw out there that are are your guys going into the season? Shoot, I'm not sticking behind nobody. They can all suck it. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) whoa! I don't trust nobody. Trust nobody. You want me to uh, pick one? Uh, Let's see. There's someone you're targeting every single time you would want to go into a draft. Every single time. Like outside the first round? It could be, out, yeah, outside the first round. I mean, the first round, you kind of have to have that spot to be able to draft that person. Yeah. I don't know. I'll just go ahead and say uh, your guy's CD Lamb. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm targeting them every time. No, I know I won't be getting him in the listener league unless I reach. <laughs> unless you 
that's gonna make, somebody I'm else. Gonna make you reach. First round, I'm taking <laughs> CD, all right? Wow. wow. Calling it. Calling it. Calling it right now. I think, now that I mention it, I think CD was one of them that went before Devontae. What? In our league. In that league you drafted? Possibly. In? Someone took CD above Devontae Adams? I think. I can't remember. There was Gosh. like, I got him on a come around in the second round, and I picked fifth out of ten people. I mean, if you want to spin it that Randall Cobb's going to take most of Devontae's targets, then... <laughs> I don't oh, know if that's God. even a way to spin it, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love C.D. Lamb, but I will never take him over Devontae Adams. No. That's for damn sure. There isn't a receiver in the league I'd take over Devontae right now. Yeah, me either. Knowing that Aaron Rodgers Stephon is back? or Hill? Tyreek Hill? I wouldn't... Eh. I, I still can't do it. I don't think I can either just because Devontae played or missed like three games last year and still was the wide receiver one. Guess maybe that's what you look at of health issues maybe. I don't know. I don't know why me and Hugo have had this discussion, but like I just don't – I don't know why I don't feel safe with Tyreek at all. It's like weird. Like he was very consistent last year. Uh, I think he was the number two overall receiver, but it's just like something about him makes me feel iffy. Like an injury? I don't. It's not necessarily an injury. It's just like I think it's like the inconsistency from years before. Or he's a woman beater. Uh, well, that too. <laughs> I don't like him as a person. Um, but yeah. Plays for the Chiefs. There's, there's, yeah. Also, there's a, a lot, lot of reasons. I moved Kelsey down my rankings after he shaved off his beard, though. So. How does someone shave their beard and look older? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the only person ever. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to get into uh, our hot takes. Hot takes. For this year. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot potato. I'll go ahead and kick it off. Jonathan Taylor will not be the number one running back out of the second year running backs. Who are this? The, that would include you Swift. You got Taylor, Clyde edwards Lair, Antonio Gibson. You, you don't think I'm, that's <laughs> gonna be my hot take? That's why it's a hot Taylor? take. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb and say Antonio Gibson is the one that's gonna finish higher, the best out of the second year running backs. I could see that. So there's a little bit. I just. The biggest thing is all the offense. it's all the depth behind him. You got you got tons of running back depth, and they love using Naheem Hines. And see how Marlon Mack looks. Marlon Mack is still there. Like you got all these guys who, in years past, have been their number one guy before. I'm thinking Julio Jones will severely underperform to where he's being drafted. Severely. Oh. Fourth round usually is where he's going. Severely from there, huh? Isn't he being drafted so almost as a number one? He's it's pretty close. Yeah. I don't think he's a number one. I think With he's AJ being... Brown there and Henry toting the rock? Mm-mm. He's being drafted around that so he... receiver 10 to 15 range. So what does it take to be a receiver to? Eight, 900 yards over the year? Or do you still want a 1,000-yard receiver? I think it's points per game. Well, I think I think usually if you're in that twenty top twenty four, you're a thousand yard receiver. So you're thinking he's like going to get like eight hundred or less yards receiving this year? Yeah, because he doesn't even get in the end zone to begin with. So 
See, I think that's going to change with them. I think Henry's going to be the one punching it in. That's what everybody's going to think. Of course you're going to hand it to Henry. No, you're not. I'm going to throw it to Julio Jones, the other animal that's out there. Uh, Henry's I mean, not going to like I that. I mean, it's worked for Henry in the past, so. But now it's going to be even better. Yeah, lighter boxes, exactly. <laughs> even more reason to I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to look up real quick. Because I believe... See, Chase Claypool was wide receiver 24 last year. So that's right outside that range. He finished with 62 catches for 873 yards and 9 touchdowns. So that's that's what it takes to be the back end of a wide receiver 2. Back end of wide receiver 2? 9 touchdowns? That's a lot for Julio Jones. (laughs) That is a lot for Julio in the past. In the past. Um, I mean, I've been on record saying that Julio went to a worse situation, but... Yes, you are on record. You have said this many I times. I agree. A word? You guys are crazy. He's, going to, he's crazy. going to a better defense where they're not going to have to throw as much because they're going to maybe... His be career up. high is 10. <laughs> I know his career high is 10. It's terrible. And he had... But that was with Atlanta and... For some reason, they cannot get. They couldn't get Atlanta, him the ball. You can't say with Atlanta, who is like throwing the most out of any team. I understand, but game. how can they not get him the ball in the red zone? It never made sense, and it was because teams tripled covered him in the end zone. He yeah. didn't get the Megatron treatment. Oh, the Eagles definitely triple covered that asshole in the end zone when we were why, playing why these guys. Because he was playing against the Eagles. Okay, but. <laughs> Last year, three touchdowns. 2019, six he touchdowns. He got hurt. He had a good year in 2018. That was eight touchdowns. Was three that when touchdowns. they went to the Super Bowl? No. Uh, three touchdowns, six touchdowns, eight touchdowns, six touchdowns. So he's been doing it off of yardage. And if Jose doesn't think the yardage is going to be there, well, like, it's hard to... You, if you want to what did... What did uh, give him Corey Davis' yardage, and maybe... And Johnny yeah, Smith I was about to say, what was too, Davis? Maybe, but. Corey Davis's. AJ yep. Brown's the dude. Let me take a look at Corey... What the hell? My phone's freaking out on me. Uh, it was like something low. Like, he only got 20% of the, the target share or something like that. Well, there's not much of a target share to go around in general. Yeah. Exactly. So let's see. Corey Davis last year was the wide receiver 30. 30. And okay. he finished with 65 catches, 984 yards, and five touchdowns. That could be a reasonable stat line if Tennessee stays run heavy. Is that, really that, is that underperforming? Wide receiver 30, based on him draft, being drafted as a wide receiver 10 to 15, yeah. That's, is he wide Is that where he's being drafted, wide receiver 10 to 14? Let me take a look I at it. I think so. It sounds about right. I'm pretty sure, but let's go to Fantasy Pros and check it out. Yeah, well, I'd check it out. You guys want to talk, or are you just going to leave it completely um, silent over here? Just completely silent. Sorry, I'm what are we reading, about? <laughs> reading stuff up there going on the bottom line. Julio, Punches is Julio on. Jones right now is being drafted as the wide receiver 14. Okay, yeah. So, 
No thanks. I. Is that much of a hot take? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot take. One of the greatest receivers of all time underperforms. Yeah, I believe that's a hot take. Hmm. I've got to get a good one. You're not prepared with a good one already? No, because I had stuff going on today. I'm pretty sure Kyle Pitts is going to be a bust. How dare wow. you? Wow. How dare you? I knew you weren't going <laughs> to like that one. You already know I'm already second-guessing that pick. So, so is, a bust based it, off where he's getting picked in tight end rankings? Right. And I don't where, think what so. round he's going, think about it. Okay, uh, doesn't Evan Ingram has the best rookie season? He does. So just give him those numbers, see if he just those exact numbers, so uh, and see if it's worth where he's being picked. Let's take a look at Evan Ingram's rookie year. God, we're so we we didn't prepare. Sorry, guys. Well, I didn't know he was going for Evan Ingram here, but I know I, I couldn't I couldn't couldn't deal with that one. Right? Rookie year, Evan Ingram finished as. I mean, he finished as the tight end four in PPR rankings. That's the thing. It doesn't take much to get in the top five for tight end. In that case, Higby's going to finish top five. 64 catches, 722 yards, and six touchdowns. That was the record-breaking stats. You know what? I'm going to... Tight end. We're, I'm gonna stay on this tight end deal too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Kyle Pitts whoa, is gonna whoa. top those numbers. I think so. How many yards? Seven twenty-two was at Ingram's. I mean, he should top it with an extra game, but they are gonna be playing from behind a lot. So. A lot. Number two, but wide he's a receiver. Little, he's a little light in the ass, though. I don't know if he's gonna make it all season. We'll see. Can't block. Get the fuck out. You don't need to block when you're going up for routes all the time. Evan Ingram can't block. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a good hot take. Julius Thomas couldn't block. All right, let's see. Let's hear this. Waller is not going to be a top five tight end. I I, um, I, I apologize. Uh, I said this was hot takes, not ridiculous. Why? Outlandish oh, takes. At least say why. Yeah. You're going you off of one season of stats from this man. It's been two two in a row. Two yeah. in a row. Yes. Dominance. No, I looked it up. It's two dominant seasons back to back. Targeted like crazy. Yeah. Not two in a row. I swear it was just it's last year, right? Two in a row. Still, I'm standing by it. There's I'm just I'm standing by it. You're why? You're not I'm even high. giving you're not even giving reasons. You're just saying it's not gonna happen. I need I need reasons to back this okay. up. Okay. I was mistaken before I came here. You, yeah. 107 catches. I last learned year. a lot about him today. And I looked him up because the year before. They were talking about, I was reading an article and it was talking about Waller being drafted by Baltimore. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, it was because Baltimore. I know what I was reading, but yeah. Yeah. And PPR two years ago, wide receiver, or tight end three. Last year, tight end two. Back to back, thousand yards. Yeah, that's. Uh, and even he was tight end three two years ago with only three touchdowns. So, yeah. well, like we said, doesn't take much to become a top tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, do you want to change this hot take? Or yeah, you, you, yeah. No, could, it doesn't count. It does. Okay, it doesn't count. <laughs> Can we go ahead and just pencil in Najee Harris for rookie of the year? I would love offensive that. rookie of the year. Uh, I would. Only because you drafted him. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm really high on Najee, but 
playing for Tom. He's not going to, non-quarterbacks, not going to win. What? Rookie of the year. It's going to be quarterback. Quarterback who? Yeah. They're all going to suck. They're, they're all going to suck? They're all in a shitty situation. Well, except Mac Jones, but. I don't know. Justin Fields will start week two. Or, or Trey Lance. If Trey Lance doesn't. Trey Lance Trey will Lance. be starting quick. You yeah. got Zach Wilson. I mean, Saquon beat out uh, Baker. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A couple years ago. So, it's possible. It's possible. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not high on Pittsburgh's team. Like, I like Najee. He's going to be a good player. Maybe that old line. Huh? But Big Ben really brings that team down. Do you see him? How good he looks this year? Been beating his baloney, ready to go? I'm getting these looks like I'm ridiculously I mean, dumb I, over here. I think. I don't know. I just I think Big Ben did enough last year to you know. I mean, they were twelve and zero at one point. So uh, yeah, uh, nobody knows how they got to twelve and zero because that is stupid. It didn't make sense. They lost the next six games. He threw for like thirty six touchdowns last year, though. So it's like it's not was like despite Big Ben. I think Big Ben, you know, did enough last year. So he was the whole. That's all they blamed for those last six games that they lost in a row because they weren't running the ball yeah. during the playoffs, like into the late in the season. They, they didn't have that dude. I don't know. I I think Big Ben has one more solid year in him. So. At least. I mean, for your hope, so. <laughs> no, Najee's gonna ball out no matter who's quarterback. So. I mean, he's a running back. You should be able to. Yeah, no. Not if you're getting stacked boxes, but whatever. Um, uh, well, you got something else to say? Nope, say it. Nope, I'm done. Say it. I'm done. My, I'm done making Miles myself. Miles Sanders will finish the number one receiver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will go. DK Metcalf finishes outside of the top 12 receivers. Just like my last one, that's a ridiculous take. Why is that ridiculous? Why do you think that? Why? 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 Why have to? Why? Why doesn't he have to defend his? That's what I'm asking. Why, oh, okay, why I thought it? you were yelling. I thought you were asking me. I was like, because you can't just say, "Oh, he's gonna get hurt" or something. No, not because he's gonna get hurt. Just because I think towards the end of the season, teams were starting to realize that you know he was the main guy, and they were putting their best corners. They were doubling him. Um, he's laying out corners, bro. All right. <laughs> he should be. It was six four two thirty. But let's, I mean, if you want to look at his end last. I know we've done it. We've looked at his game by game at the end. Do you want to look at the end? Do you want to look at the end? It can't be like absolutely awful. But they also didn't pass the ball at the end. But at the same time, you could say like the dudes that got hot at the end are going to transfer over. It doesn't necessarily always transfer over from end of season to the next. Not necessarily, but I mean, he did most of his damage against teams that were really awful defensively. I know one of them was Philly. He torched us. <laughs> Atlanta, he had 19 points. Dallas, 18 points. Minnesota, 27. San Francisco, 40. Um, you know, Buffalo was, you know, 23 points, and that was going against um, Tredavious White. So, yep. so there's that. He did have 27 against Philly. But, you know, when he had tough matchups, Rams, 4.8. He had Patrick Peterson on him. That was only 13 points, and that was mainly because of a touchdown. The Giants with James Bradbury, 13 points. 
Jets was a good matchup, 18. Washington, 9 points. Rams, 11 points. And this is a full point PPR. So What's his, what's his schedule looking like this year? He's got a tough schedule? Um, I mean, he's got Indy week one. That's, you know, pretty good defense. Week two's Tennessee. That's, you know, not as as bad. But then he's got Minnesota who went inside. They got Caleb Pat- Barley, bro. <laughs> I don't know if that's as a rookie though. And Minnesota, who signed Patrick Peterson, who's been good in coverage against him. Then San Francisco, the Rams, Pittsburgh, New Orleans. All those guys have oh, you know God. good corn, yeah. good corners. And then he's still you know still got Green Bay with Jair Alexander, Washington. Another matchup against San Francisco. Another matchup against the Rams. So you know, I just I, it, I'm not saying he's gonna be like a. You know, bust. Huge disappointment, but he's gonna finish outside the top twelve. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I can see it. And you guys said he wasn't. They weren't throwing much. That was at the end, end of the game, end of the year. But you gotta throw. He had <coughs> six targets. Was his yeah, lowest. When both your top running backs targets. are injury prone, you're gonna have to throw. I don't know because they were running towards the end of the season last year with. Yeah, but that was a whole rift that got between Seattle and Russell Wilson. Yeah, and they said they want to run the ball even more. It sounds so, uh, stupid. Sounds like they just want to lose games. And or piss off Russell Wilson. And piss off Metcalf and be like, okay, fine, we'll let you guys go just like we did the Legion of Boom. Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> Metcalf, how's that tough? You guys are really going at it with your... I know. I actually had reasons to back up mine. Okay. You said hot take, so I was just like, let's go with a hot take. Saying Stephen A. Smith hour? What the? <laughs> Anybody else uh, got a hot take? And then the Cowboys will win the division. <laughs> oh, fuck no. Hot take. Oh, man. Cowboys going to Super Bowl, hard knocks, you know. That's a, that's worse than the Waller take. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to piss off a lot of Dallas fans saying that. I do not care. Micah Parsons will win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Not fantasy related, but all right. I'm just saying it could be. There is leagues that defensive players are in IDP, but um, nope, that's going to be Patrick Peter or Patrick Sertan. Ah, yeah. PS2 baby. Pick six. Pick six. So, (laughs) uh, let me think here. I don't know. It's hard to think of some good ones without. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's injury related, but I'll go ahead and say James Robinson has another top ten running back performance. I wanted to say that, but that one kind of changed quick because of just what happened. It's not. It's a lukewarm take yeah, now. It's a it's lukewarm not as hot take. But. <laughs> I mean, it's still going to be tough for him, like to follow up what he did, knowing that Carlos Hyde's still going to probably eat into some. Oh yeah, because he's got that trust of the coach. Yeah, I don't know why. Carlos Hyde, I don't, I just don't understand it. What do you mean? He's a, he's an okay back, but like that's what you just need at your backup is an okay guy. Yeah, but but he's gonna take more of the pass catching role out of everything than like the rushing. I guess. Okay, 
Stop looking at me like I I'm guess. stupid. So the way I see it, it's a three-way battle between Texans, Jets, and Jaguars for the number one pick. I've already told you, no, it's not a Jags battle. aren't even. It's a one-way battle. Yeah, because Houston's going zero and seventeen. Oh yeah, I've no. already said this. That was it's, your. That's yeah, your hot that's, take. That's not a hot take. That's yes, like a, that's an easy take. Deshaun, I'm interested. Who do you point. think who, who wins that first week matchup? Jacksonville or Jacksonville Houston? easily. You yeah, think? okay, dude, they're gonna beat each other. <laughs> no, they're not. Jacksonville's gonna get two wins on the season, Jeez. and they're both gonna be against Houston. Right. <laughs> Houston's going zero seventeen, guys. If you're Gosh. a Houston fan, I'm sorry, not for this take. I'm sorry that you're a Houston fan. All right, that's that's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Most of them are bandwagon anyway. Um, Might want to switch over to the Cowboys this year. So. I don't even, I'm not even calling. You that really think take. they're gonna go two and? You think Jacksonville's gonna be that bad too? No, they might win a couple more games, but okay. I'm bit. really, I'm really sticking to my Houston's going zero and seventeen. Well, I, God, I, I would hate to be that team that loses to them. I'm sorry, but I just can't see it. I think it's very hard to do that. I know, but it's like going perfect. It's, it's the same thing. Who is their talent? I mean, they got Brandon Cooks. Yeah, exactly. Laramie Tunsil. Enough said. End of list. I've got a, I've <laughs> got a good, I've got a, I've got take. Week one, Kyle Pitts will be the highest scoring tight end. Because he's going against, because <laughs> since he's going against Philly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's gonna cover him. Oh yeah. It ain't gonna be Darius Slay because he's gonna be all over Ridley. Yeah. Who are the safeties? Uh, hurt and COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, any more hot takes before we close this out? Uh, I don't I don't have any more. All right. It's hard without being ridiculous with some of them, I'm not going to lie. Denver's going to lead the league in sacks. Okay. I'm going to go with one just, just for that. F of it, Donovan Peoples Jones will be the top fantasy guy for the Cleveland Browns. Okay, so that season. one, that one what? is that one is that's a the super stupidest hot one no, I've ever heard. I'll take Why? Austin Hooper over him. No, <laughs> no, guys. I'll take Kareem. Hunt. You think he's gonna be better than Landry and Odell? I think so. He's just thinking they're gonna get hurt at some point. That's part of it. Odell, I could see. Landry, he has no history. What? Does he? Donovan. Back injuries and shit. Peoples. Jones. It's the people's choice. Yeah. Is he finally on a starting lineup? I Is, believe so, yeah. He's, he's probably got to be the so three. It's going to be him on the outside with Odell and then Jarvis mainly in the slot. So. I mean, I hope so because then that should open up everything else. That's that's a hot take. I don't know if I necessarily believe in it, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> it's kind of a ridiculous hot yeah, take. Dude, Michigan wide receivers not too great. All right. Well, uh, we are gonna also be. We've decided, you know, just for the fuck of it, we're gonna have some fun, and we're gonna do a six man league Damn. based on all the people that are. Uh, I thought you were gonna say the milk crate challenge. Well, we're, we'll do that oh, too. Oh, jeez. We'll do that too. But Make that uh, the punishment. <laughs> it, that's what I'm no. getting to. Six no. man league. It's going to be between all of us that are the hosts here at the Dream Team. Um, so, you know, us three, Hugo, Hector, Chris, we're all going to get it. 
and then uh, we're gonna have punishments each and every week for the losing the high high scorer of the week gets to pick the punishment for the low scorer of the week whether that's you know take a shot of hot sauce or you know a rick flair slap nothing that i'm gonna seriously hurt myself like this milk crate challenge Milk crate challenge is gonna be the Tomorrow first one. Be don't great. don't finish last then. I'm not doing it. Because if I finish first and you finish last, I'm not that's doing the first it. I'll, I'll forfeit my team over. I'm not doing that challenge. <laughs> I, I've been watching the videos and it's the greatest <laughs> things ever. But there's no way I'm doing it. I'm gonna destroy myself. Check our social medias when when Chowder finishes last, so you can see the milk <laughs> yeah, milk crate challenge. But yeah, we're gonna have punishments each and every week for that. So I like it. It's gonna be gonna be a fun league it's gonna be ridiculous because it's six man so all these teams are gonna be stacked stacked. loaded um we also have a spot left in the listener league so you know hit us up for that but other than that i don't don't really have much else you know we'll see what happens we're getting so close to football i know it's so close i just last week of preseason you know, let these players go through healthy, and let's get to the real season. All right. Before we head out, let's take a look at the week one schedule over here. Who's going to be the top scoring quarterback week one? Week one. Mahomes. Against Cleveland? Every week, Mahomes. Every week? <laughs> every week. I don't know about every week. All right, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Just I'm going to go Kyler Murray against uh, Tennessee. That's a good one. Oh, man. Let me check the schedule. I would say, I would want to say Aaron Rodgers if with them going against New Orleans, but without knowing who that team's going to even have. They're going to mark his Callaway. That's all that matters. Tom Brady against the Cowboys. <laughs> Not a bad one. See, and you know what's funny is I was thinking actually Dak versus my other option was Dak versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Hell no. no against They're that gonna defense. Get, dude, he's gonna get I think he's gonna put a, a decent amount of points, but I don't think he'll be number one for the week. Fine, let's go with the hot take. Say it. Jalen Hurts. I knew you were gonna say it, just say it. Jalen Hurts against Atlanta. Highest scoring week. Maybe. That might because Atlanta. Could happen. I could see that game being a damn just a shootout. I don't understand. Like Atlanta's had a terrible defense for like seven years now, and they're yeah. just like, "Hey, we don't want to improve it." Do, do you see the weird dude well, they're drafted? The dude that got up on stage with a picture of his grandma first round. And... Whoa! You can't skinny call ass, that weird. I'm, I'm separate. Tight end. <laughs> God damn. Oh, oh so, man. Yeah, they they don't care about. What the if defense. he wanted his grandma to be part of the draft process? Well, I mean. Who asked her if she wanted to be part of the draft process? He did. I think the problem is it was like a scroll. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's part of the problem. Come to find out, it wasn't even his grandma. (laughs) Some lady paid him, all right? But anyways, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here for the day. We'll be back again next week. Final week before we get into like the weekly breakdowns and all that. So weekly breakdown. It's gonna be good times. But yeah, pay attention. These injuries come fast and in a fury. Mm-hmm. And if you're still waiting to draft, 
look at your rules of your league before you draft. Base it off of that. Because if it's standard, you don't want to draft some, you know, receivers that don't get touchdowns like Julio Jones. Um, So, you know, make sure you pay attention to little stuff like that. I did not. But I should have. You should have. But anyways, we can get out of here. Uh, I usually have music ready. I'm not ready today. So, yeah. La 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 la. That was beautiful. (laughs) I thought so. You've got a great voice. It's hot in here. Hot. We're getting like devil hot. Whoa. We don't mention that name on here. The New Jersey Devils? No. Get out of here with that, alright? Anyways, we out of here. Love y'all. Peace out. One love.